0: Hey, hey, welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Fantasy Football HQ. We're discussing week four of the NFL season. I'm here with my my buddy Justin, also known as the hey, Fantasy hey. Grim Reaper. What's up, man? And uh, going, man? This, is, this is Raj. And um, as you guys might know, the last time we did this was week one of the NFL season. Um, we had to skip week two and week three because my buddy had a baby.
1: Congrats, man. Yes, yes sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, got a newborn in the house. can say I'm getting maybe a couple hours of sleep at night, but I mean, it's so worth it.
0: <laughs> More time to think about football.
1: A lot of time up at night thinking about football, which means I'm stoked for this week. Yeah. Uh, so, I want to just do a little bit of housekeeping first off. So uh, for those of you who are new to this show, uh, Raj and I are going to go through the weekly matchups and, you know, we're going to take our our picks for each game based on uh, the spread. And uh, we're going to talk about how that impacts the game fantasy-wise. So to make things a little more interesting going through the season, Raj and I have come up with a bet. Uh, So every week, the winner of whoever gets the most picks right it's going to get a point. And at the end of the year, the person with the most points uh, is going to decide, I think, a, a pretty fun bet. So what it's going to be is, uh, since both Raj and I have young children in the house, uh, the winner will get to decide what children's themed outfits the uh, losing father is going to wear to their child's next birthday party.
0: Oh, my God.
1: This can go very <laughs> wrong. And, and and I'm talking, there has to be at least a picture with you and your child at the birthday party in this costume.
0: So, and I'd like
1: my
0: to daughter, say. Go
1: ahead. I was going to say, I, I'd like to say that I already have an awesome outfit picked out. Um, I'm not going to tell you quite yet. I'm sure you um, do. I want I to be there, a little bit of pressure on you. A little bit of unknown.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, my daughter turns—her, ne- my daughter's next birthday is when she turns two, um, and I don't think kids start remembering things when they're two. So I may be okay for this year, but let's say we do this—you <laughs> yeah. know—for the next few years, I don't want yeah. my daughter to remember me a certain way. So I think these are high well, mistakes
1: brings- for sure. <laughs> So that brings me to a good point. So, Raj, um, who won week one uh, since we never really announced that? (laughs) So Justin did win uh, week one. Uh,
0: So of the, you know, 16 games in week one, we differed on six of them in our picks. And uh, sorry to say, sad to say, that I only won one of those. Uh, So it was almost a clean sweep (laughs) for Justin but you know what they say, we're only counting it as a uh, as, a, as a 1-0 record for Justin. We're not counting the magnitude of the victory, which bodes well for me because I lost so bad. Um, but you know what? It's just one week, man. It's, okay. I just got to win this week and we're tied back up and NFL season is long. Hopefully we'll get a full season played. We already have had a, a postponement, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit, but um if we have if we have a full season long way to go long way to go we're just getting started here
1: okay all right um so with that said let's get started um first game we'll talk about is uh Niners versus Eagles Niners are a 7 point favorite against uh, the abysmal Eagles um my pick is the Niners uh the Niners do have some injuries that they're working through Uh, First off, you know, Garoppolo's out, going to remain out. Uh, Mostert, looks like signs are indicating that he's going to be out as well. Debo Samuel may or may not play, but at least he practiced this week. But uh, if I had to guess, you know, it's likely going to be out. Good news is Kittle, looks like he's going to be coming back.
0: Oh,
1: okay. Um, So he's going to have a pretty big game, going to be a big target for Mullins. Um, And as far as running backs, you know, even without Mostert, the Niners' offensive running scheme is solid enough that I think it supports both McKinnon and uh, Jeff Wilson. Um, Niners are going to play a great game, uh, grind it out, and more so I don't think the Eagles are going to do anything to really win this game from the Niners. You got Miles Sanders, um, you know, good volume play every week. He's going to get his 20 touches. Uh, interestingly enough, the Eagles have actually lost Dallas Goddard to an injury. So this Mm -hmm. could bode well for Ertz, who has been struggling. Um, But, you know, again, we'll have to see many more than seven touches a game. I'd probably say stretching it for Ertz. Do you think
0: the air quality will have anything to do with with the game? I mean, I, I don't think it'll affect any of the performance on the field, but just the fact that whether or not game will be played. So this is a Sunday night game. Uh so Justin is um is not in the Bay Area. I am in the Bay Area and the air quality is pretty bad right now. It's one fifty three. Uh this is today's Friday. This is a Sunday night game. Um the Napa fires I don't know how well contained they are but I think the NFL's limit is two hundred. Um yep. I, I mean I'm not I'm no weatherman. I don't know if it's gonna get I can't predict whether it's going to go to 200 by the time uh, game time comes, but I, they'll, they'll probably play. Do you think it'll have any effect on the performance on the field? No, I think I think it'll be fine. Coleman, uh, Coleman's limit is 150, Tevin Coleman, but he, he's not going to play anyway, right? Right, he's injured. Yeah, so... Yeah, just, so just another factor rush. I wanted to mention. Uh yeah, I'm picking the Niners, man. Eagles dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have any I don't think we have any Eagles fans that uh, are listening to us, but um more but are welcome Okay. So, uh, uh, e- more are welcome even though I just um
1: um didn't poop on so just now, so. to quickly touch on it, Miles Sanders over under hundred yards.
0: Uh, under, I think Eagles will be, uh, all, all purpose yards or rushing yards? Rush. Can you hear me? Justin? Hello. Hey. Hello. Okay. Oh, hey. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties there.
1: All right. Uh, so Miles Sanders over under a hundred yards. Is it a rushing yards or all purpose yards? Uh, rushing yards. Uh, definitely under I mean
0: the, the, the Eagles will be playing catch up but I, I might have said over if it was all purpose yards but rushing yards definitely less than 100 yeah
1: alright on cool. to the next game
0: next game uh, Colts Bears the the Colts are on the road um, at Chicago but they are favored by point three favorites. points Oh, two and a half? I, I was saying three, but um we'll go with two and a half. Okay. Uh you know what? I'm gonna take the Bears here. I I, I I'm a fan of Nick Folds. I think um I think it's a rejuvenation kind of game. Everybody's excited to not be playing for Trubisky anymore. Um I think uh Folds has a way of you know, he's cool, calm, and collected. I think the aura around him is, don't worry, guys, we got this. I don't know how the hell we're 3-0 and already, but we're going to be 4-0. and Don't worry. And uh,
1: I think the Bears are going to take it. What do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm going Bears as well. Um, You know, Super Bowl champion Nick Foles is now leading the That's Bears. Right. Yeah. Um, the main thing I wanted to kind of touch on here is I know week one you had some Strong words for David Johnson. Um, Now that Tariq Cohen – or David Montgomery, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Now that uh, Tariq Cohen is out for the year with an ACL injury, you want a chance to uh, take back what you said?
0: Well, I didn't say he'd have, like, the worst season ever, but I did – I definitely didn't think the offensive line was is, was going to perform too well. I think I'm still right about that. But uh, I'm going to piggyback on what I said earlier. Like, Fold, I think, is just going to rejuvenate every player on offense. I think then, even on defense. Um, uh, Cohen's injury will definitely mean more volume for David Montgomery. Um, that coupled with the Nick Fold effect, I guess I am on some level taking back what I said earlier about David Montgomery's outlook on the season. Um, mm-hmm. But
1: uh, let's go, Nick. Let's go, Nick Foles. Yeah. So just to put it in perspective, last week David Montgomery went uh, 14 for 45. <laughs> so yeah, let's see if he can do a little better than that next week.
0: Yeah. Fourteen that the his touches will, will increase. I mean they're at home. If they have the lead that those fourteen touches may, may um be closer to twenty. So game script also has
1: something to yep. do with it. All right. Uh next game, Jags Bengals. Uh Cincinnati is a three point favorite. Um at home. I'm actually going with the Jags here. Um mm-hmm. No, no knock to Burrow. Um, I mean, the Jags haven't been great. Um, you know, everyone says the Minshew fad. You know, but I I believe in the offense, and I feel like it's really uh, Robinson's uh, team at this point. You know, he's been a focal point to that offense. Solid effort the last couple games. You know, the uh, standard scoring. He's coming off of two back-to-back weeks with over 18 points um, has really benefited from being the lone back on that team. I think uh, he's going to tear up the Cincinnati defense, and I just don't think Cincinnati is going to have enough in their tank to come out for a win. Yeah. So
0: Joe Burrow is, as a rookie in his first three games – has tied a game before he won a game. And I think the only other you time definitely. that has happened is last year with Kyler Murray, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Um, we need, we need to yeah, hire so like a fact right. a, a a checker team. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: when well, we get but, big enough, uh, I think
1: we'll, we'll have a little room in the budget. <laughs> yeah. Um. So,
0: you know, I think I'm going to disagree with you, you. I think, Whenever you tie in football, it just makes you mad, doesn't it? It's you you played for sixty plus minutes and you can't even come out with a with a victory. Um, I think yeah. that will motivate the Bengals and they're getting points yeah. at home. I'm gonna take the
1: Bengals here. Uh so who has a better game? Robinson or Mixon?
0: Uh I would say Robinson because football is all about riding the hot hand and You know, teams haven't had um, enough time to check the tape on Robinson. So, I'm going to go with Robinson. What do you think?
1: I'm going to go Robinson as well. And to put a little twist on it, so, you know, we are in the middle of a COVID pandemic. Uh, Mm -hmm. Robinson was not actually meant to be the starter coming into the year. Um, You know, there was a couple backs ahead of him. But, you know, Armstead ended up on the COVID IR list. There's was another injury to uh to Oza bingo I mean, can't say his name yeah <laughs> yeah I don't um, and even then know he his just kind of happened he just kind of happened to be uh the next backup up, but you know the Jaguars were excited about him, and I do believe he would have won this job eventually um yeah. but you know now that you know he's the de facto number one with no one behind him, I feel um you know he's in for a good year. Yeah, I mean, is he a rookie? I'm not sure. Again, we need a fact checker. You can't ask these <laughs> kind of questions if they're not on the docket, you know. Sorry, There's man. like 10 questions on the docket. If you sway from that, yeah, we're we're flying by the seat of our pants at that. Whatever
0: point. I don't know anything, I ask you anyway. You I almost always have the answer, so I just thought I'd take a shot. All right, next game. We have the Browns at the Cowboys. And the Cowboys are favored by four and a half points. Um, Although the offense has been clicking for Dallas, a one and two start is something that definitely they would be disappointed with. Um, And one of those games, they shouldn't even have won. We'll get to the Falcons in a little bit. Um, What? I don't know, man. They should be... Granted, they played a Rams team that are, that's looking pretty good. Uh, they 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 won the Falcons game, but should have lost it, I guess. Um, and Seattle's Seattle has the probably MVP in Russell Wilson this year. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe tough schedule. Um, I think for all those reasons uh, combined, and the fact that they actually have a good offense that has been clicking and that hasn't necessarily resulted in uh, wins. I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. Uh, they are favored by four and a half points over the Browns at home, and I'm going to still take the Cowboys. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm going Cowboys. Um, interesting stat. The Cowboys actually have one of the fastest-paced offenses in the NFL. Um, they're scoring well. You know, uh, This game is actually a 55-and-a-half point over under. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored, more so on the Cowboys' side for sure. Dak's got a lot of weapons that he's becoming more and more comfortable with. Mainly C.D. Lamb. You got Ezekiel yeah. Elliott, who's always going to be doing great. Um, I think it's too much for the Browns, who are, I want to say, kind of one-dimensional um, with Chubb and Hunt. They do yeah. have a nice one-two punch there. Um, you know, honestly, if you if you had to pick, I would go with Chubb just because uh, you know he's, he's kind of my favorite 15. play. Less, Yep, less touchdown dependence. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, you know, Hunt is a solid play as well, uh, but a little more game script. Yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. trust
0: Hunt as much as you can trust
1: Chubb. Yep. On a week-to-week basis, definitely. Oh. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So yeah, but yeah. Browser, I, just, browser I just don't believe in Mayfield.
0: Yeah. Even though they're two and one, I was just gonna say the same thing. Even though they're two and one, I don't believe in them yet.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. So next game, Saints Lions. Saints are a four and a half point favorite. Another big over under fifty four and a half. Um, you know, some things going on in this game. The emergence of Kamara. You know, he's kind of being the player we all thought he should be. Um, no Michael Thomas, and it's looking like he may not even be playing this week as well. Uh, it's going to be a game-time decision, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, honestly, I think the lack of Michael Thomas is really helping Kamara. Um I feel like, you know, Breeze needs that target, and he just doesn't have the chemistry uh, with his other receivers that he does with Michael Thomas. Um, and it's really benefiting Camara at this point. Um, Lions, you know, I mean, you got Kenny Galladay, Matthew Stafford. You know, you do have some weapons there, and they are going to score. Um, but just with such an inconsistent backfield, too, again, it makes them kind of one-dimensional. Um, so Peterson leading the backfield at this point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, no knock on Adrian Peterson, but more of a knock on the Lions. That's... Um, they're not really going to be able to do anything for him, um, but yeah, when you become one-dimensional like that, you, they're going to be forced to pass anyways. I just see the Saints being up and kind of running away with this. Hmm. So I'm going with the Saints.
0: Saints. I'm going to disagree, man. I think I think the Lions are scrappy. Um, they they beat a pretty good. Uh, um, Cardinals team. They gave Kyler Murray some trouble. Um, Not saying Kyler Murray is Drew Brees, obviously, but um, on the road, they, they beat the Cardinals. The reason I'm picking the Lions is because you don't bet against Adrian Peterson playing against a former team. Last week, it was the Cardinals. This week, it's the Saints. That's the only only analysis that I have for you for this game.
1: <laughs> Pearson was on the Saints?
0: I don't even remember that. Yeah, man. He uh, he was supposed to, like, uh, take on the Latavius Murray role, and I don't think he was
1: too happy with that. Mm. Okay. All, right. All right. Well, fine. I, I think you're just disagreeing to disagree, which is smart because, you know, you are down, so you got to kind of get here this week. Yep. You've yeah. got to play to win here, baby.
0: Okay, do I have the next one?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seahawks,
0: Dolphins. Seahawks are on the road in Miami and they are favored by six and a half points. Um, Seahawks are really good. Dolphins are really bad.
1: Nice analysis
0: there. Thanks. Um, (laughs) I'm just typing, typing all these out, man. Uh I'm definitely taking the Seahawks. Is uh Chris Carson gonna play?
1: MCL Sprain. So he actually had a good week of practice and it looks like he is getting ready to play. So all those uh hide owners who spent all that fab and made trades to get him just might not pan out for him. Yeah. Um luckily, you know, Carson had that dirty play. Um Luckily, he came out of it relatively unharmed. That would be a pretty big hit for the Seattle team as a whole. Um, I honestly don't think Hyde would have been a Carson-type villain. He would have been serviceable, but no way the same skill-wise.
0: Yeah. Um, One, uh, One note on Seahawks and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson may have the highest ratio of touchdowns to incomplete passes I have ever seen. I mean, we've only been through 3 weeks, but I think if you were to extra, ex, extrapolate out um extrapolate that ratio out to a single game, he's on pace to average set, over 7 touchdowns thrown a game. That's crazy if you if you take the average amount of incompletions that um a quarterback throws. That's crazy. I have no doubt that Russell Wilson wants to win MVP this year. Um, And I think for that reason, they're just, they're just going to be running up all scores. So this six and a half point line can't be high enough for me.
1: Yeah. I agree as as a Niner fan, but I think they're easily going to win this game. You know, Carson's going to play. He's going to be a viable uh, start fantasy wise. Um, you touched on it, Russell Wilson, MVP candidate. Uh, honestly, I would say front runner as well. He's just at this point playing out of his mind. Um, but it's strongly benefiting, you know, his two top targets, Metcalf and Lockett. Uh, yeah. Honestly, both easy starts. Um, they're, they're going to get theirs. I mean, this game is a 54 and a half point over under Seattle going to put up some points. And I think I, if, both of them could easily put up a touchdown. Um, yeah. I feel like just because we have to, we should probably touch on the Dolphins, Fitzmagic, Gaskin, Giseki, Parker. Um, you think they kind of put up a dud here? Or are they going to kind of keep it competitive?
0: Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Fitzpatrick does relatively well. He just has those randomly, yeah. random good games. But uh yeah. um yeah, outside of them, I mean if Fitzpatrick does well, one of the receivers should do, do well and I would put my money on Devontae Parker. Um yeah, but no, man, I think I think the focus is on the the Seahawks. They're gonna they're gonna start early and they're gonna keep it going
1: and they're not gonna let up. Yeah. Um yeah, I agree. Um Parker, Giseki is also probably a good play too. Um, You know they're going to be down. Fitzpatrick likes throwing to him. Um, Gaskin, the running back for the Dolphins, is an interesting play. You know he does get the volume touches. Just I don't know if he's going to see the end zone. And if he doesn't, you know he'll probably easily get seven eight points fantasy wise. But he's very touchdown dependent. I don't see it happening. Not against Seattle. And in a game that's going to be very pass heavy. Yeah, they'll be catching. Um, Um, so next up we got Chargers against the uh, Tom Brady Buccaneers. It's kinda of weird saying mm-hmm. that. Um, oh, okay. So yeah. Uh so some things of note. No Godwin, no Fournette playing this game. It looks no like a game. No Fournette. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Um, so I think it's gonna mean Ronald Jones is gonna be the big uh, benefit here. Definitely gonna be a nice uh a nice play fantasy wise. Mike Evans should see the volume as well, Um, especially with no Godwin. It should be a a nice day fantasy-wise for him. You know, Chargers, it's kind of interesting because now that Tyrod Taylor isn't the quarterback, it's almost a blessing in disguise because Herbert under the helm is better for pretty much everyone on the Chargers. Uh, When Mm -hmm. Tyrod's in, Tyrod's good for just Tyrod. Um, But Herbert... Makes that offense kind of move, um, you know. Keenan Allen, huge benefit there, and more importantly, Eckler and uh, uh, Kelly, Joshua Kelly. They're they've actually kind of I want to say one of the best one two punches in the league outside of Chubb and Hunt. Um, hmm. I see I see Eckler still being the guy, but Joshua Kelly has really come into his own, and he is. I would say an easy start every week. Um, definitely is going to put up points. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel Eckler is still the top back, but they're a solid one-two punch. But with yeah. all that said, I'm still going to Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A couple of
0: things on the Bucks. Mike Evans' line last week was two catches for two yards and two touchdowns. I don't think I've ever seen that before from a fantasy wide receiver stud. That's, that's like, I don't even think he, I think he was targeted one other time. Um, And it was similar week one. He had one catch for one yard for a one yard touchdown. That's uh, of three weeks. He's had two of those games. That's crazy. Um, Yeah. As as somebody who owns Mike Evans, I don't, I'm not complaining about the touchdowns, but I sincerely hope he gets you know more volume, especially now that Godwin's out. Yeah. Um, Chargers, do you think uh, before the game anybody else's lung is going to get
1: perforated? Um, uh, no, I think they're good. You yeah, know, they already took <laughs> out Tyrod. Are <laughs> you sure? Are you sure <laughs> that that's not going to
0: happen? Oh my God! How? Oh. How sad is that?
1: Uh, like, literally yeah, minutes would,
0: before the game. That's so sad.
1: The doctor kind of goes, one of those, oops. What do you mean, oops? <laughs> <laughs> oops.
0: <laughs> uh, your lung is just collapsing. I don't know what happened. Oh, my goodness.
1: Uh, yeah, your funny thing here, you know, you slightly moved. That kind of stabbed you in the lung. We're not going to get into whose fault it really was. <laughs> told you not to move. Yeah. Um
0: yeah. I'm taking the Bucks here, 7 points, I think. I think um Tom Brady will cover it well. Brady had a good week last week. He threw for th- uh, three touchdowns, over 250 yards. Um I think he's getting into the swing of things, getting used to the Bruce Arians offense. Um re- re- just a, re- a reminder, there were no preseason games. This like in all reality, week one was supposed to start um, this week, if you just count playing time. Um, so yeah. the first three weeks, everybody's just kind of getting used to each other, especially for Tom Brady, because he's obviously, uh, for, first year with the Bucks, first year in his 20-year career that he's not been in a New England Patriot offense. So I think even as even though he's the goat he was um he would be or he is a candidate for players who would have really benefited from a preseason so i think he's really getting yeah. into the swing of things and this this game may be what we would call a breakout tampa bay game um so that's what i'm
1: looking for this week so real quick uh yeah. tom brady throughout his career has historically struggled when playing in a hot, humid, Florida-type weather. So now that he's in Tampa Bay, do you see this affecting him?
0: Not when he's a home team. I mean, if he he repeatedly plays there and he lives there, he has to
1: adjust.
0: So I want to say no. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think he's probably going to be a little more Um, accustomed to it, but it's still something to keep an eye on. Okay, Uh, so next
0: up, uh, Ravens Uh, versus... okay. Ravens are on the road uh, at the Washington football team. I mean, they're pretty close to each other. Both play in Maryland, actually. But, uh, yeah, the Ravens are at the Washington football team, and they are favored by 14 points. That is an enormous line. (laughs) Um, Before we get to the pick, I want to ask your thoughts about the Ravens' backfield. Um, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, and Gus Edwards are all viable backs and they are they're getting used pretty much equally would you start any of them in fantasy
1: um well if i had ingram on my team i'm benching him um mm-hmm. as a flex play i could see myself playing dobbins i think he's got the most potential in that backfield mm-hmm. um You know, it just seems like the Ravens offense is trying to move away from Ingram, and really, Dobbins is going to be the next guy up. Um, Great back. I think he's going to be um, great in the future for him. But, you know, with the mobile quarterback like Lamar Jackson, you know, there really isn't that much room in that backfield. He is their best running back. Yeah. Yeah. He's – Mark
0: Ingram is definitely a game script back, um, especially with two other running backs out there uh, that they use yeah. for, you know, when they need to pass and when they're down. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Jake, I agree that Dobbins will eventually take over the role, but I need to see it first. Like, he plays on third down now and um he doesn't get many touches uh rushing either like he scored he, he, week 1 he was seven carries for 22 yards and two touchdown great but those two red zone carries could have gone either way um week 2 and week 3 they didn't really feature him at all yeah i don't know it's 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 a mess like it's yeah it, it's a mess But uh, back to the line, Ravens minus 14. I don't know. I'm going with Washington here. 14 is too much.
1: What do you think? So, a couple things. Interesting fact about Lamar Jackson. There's something like three of his four losses in the regular season are all to the Chiefs. Wow. Okay. Um, So, this guy's a winner when he's not playing against the Chiefs had a bad game last week, but some things to note. One, no Chase Young for the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lamar Jackson is coming out. They're going to score. They're not punting this ball. If it's fourth and less than five, I see these guys going for it every time. Um, this is going to be a statement game for them, and unfortunately, I think the Washington football team is just going to get beat up. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. going to be business as usual, but You know, the Ravens have their weapons, but, you know, the main thing is, I don't think Washington has enough to keep up. Uh, McLaurin is a game-time decision, so if he's out, that's really going to hurt Washington. Um, Haskins has just not been comfortable under the helm against the Ravens defense. that's going to be coming after him. I can see them making his day hell. Um, So it's going to be tough. The other thing, you know, Washington's got a couple targets, like Antonio Gibson and uh, uh, Logan, their tight end. You know, Logan sees a lot of targets. He had seven last week, 85% of the snap rate. Um, But just unfortunately, the balls just aren't catchable. Um, Yeah. And I think that's on Haskins. So with that said, I just don't see Washington keeping up with the Ravens. Uh, you know, fantasy-wise, it's tough to pick who on the Ravens is going to be the breakout guy. They're very much like the Chiefs. It's, you know, kind of could be anyone. Uh, but Lamar is going to have the bounce-back game. I think Mark Andrews is going to have a bounce-back game. You know, he had a couple big red zone targets that he dropped. I think those are going to start coming together. Uh, and this is the week to do it.
0: So you um, have Ravens?
1: So I'm going with the Ravens, yeah. yeah. I did have a question for you, though. Antonio Gibson, yeah. uh, are you sold on him? You know, Washington got rid of Adrian Peterson, the great Adrian Peterson. Essentially, yeah. Peterson even came out and said, Gibson is legit. He is an all round back. Uh, yeah. And I feel like to get an endorsement from someone like Adrian Peterson is huge. Yeah. But yeah. at this point, week four, are you sold on Gibson?
0: Uh. Yeah, I actually want to say yes. Um, I think he's unfortunately on a team that won't be able to use him to his full talents. Um, So if you're asking me in terms of, is is he a starting NFL running back? Yes, I think he is. Um, Will the Washington football team give him all the chances to do his best every game? No. And that's probably a reason why you won't see um, him reach his full potential every game. Um, but I don't know. The reason uh, – did I do my pick? Yeah, I, I, picked, uh, I yeah, picked,
1: you Washington. picked Washington.
0: Yeah. I, we're only two two weeks removed from their week one victory, which was so inspiring. Like, we heard the stories after the game where – Ron Rivera was literally getting IV during halftime. I, I don't know. I I like the way this team is structured. Um, obviously, the not having Chase Young is going to be a big um, big deal for them because I think they really rely on him uh, on defense. Um, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I I said it before and I'll say it again. He's not the answer, but um, the the fact that they're they're really a, a a united team playing for a coach who's literally battling cancer. I don't see them losing by 14 points, even to the Ravens.
1: I don't know. Some feeling that I got. Yeah. Um, you know, Antonio Gibson gets about 12 touches a game. not really involved in the passing game as much as I'd like to see. Uh, over under 60 rushing yards. Are you taking? I'll do Over. I, I, I Ooh, think it's going to be stifled. I'm going to go with the under here.
0: Okay. okay. Um,
1: all right. So next game, Cards-Panthers. Arizona, three-and-a-half-point favorites uh, on the road. Um, I'm going Arizona here, but this isn't going to be an easy game for them. You know, uh, it's uh, been reported that Hopkins may actually miss this game. He had a late ankle injury. I guess, in practice, and he hasn't really been playing much. It's just been noted that he's a game-time decision. That's going to be huge for uh, the Cardinals, but I think they still take it. And uh, the main thing is, again, I just don't see Carolina winning this game, you know, taking it from the Cardinals. Uh, You know, you got Teddy Two Gloves, decent starting quarterback. Uh, no Christian McCaffrey, but I think, uh, Mike Davis is, you know, a serviceable plug and play if you were fortunate enough to get him off the waivers. Um, but the problem with Teddy is he's just wildly inconsistent when it comes to throwing the ball, mainly to DJ Moore. Uh, you know, one of the stats I saw was, uh, the balls are 20% less catchable when he throws them to DJ Moore. (laughs) Wow, that's
0: a very interesting stat. They are, say that again. They are twenty percent less catchable when he throws to DJ Moore. Does that mean he just yeah. throws bad to DJ Moore, or DJ Moore
1: just makes really
0: <laughs> good catches?
1: You know, well, he's not making the catches. That's the problem. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah okay. I think it's,
1: it's it's a combination of the routes he's running, and I think Teddy just isn't comfortable throwing those routes. Maybe. Um, you know, he's seen a lot more success to pretty much everyone else on the team except for D.J. Moore. Um, so that's really something that Carolina is going to have to figure out because D.J. Moore is a legit fantasy player. But, uh, you know, he's seeing targets. He's just not seeing very many quality targets.
0: The reason I say that is D.J. Moore is actually having a fairly good season which means, which led me to believe that he's actually catching those balls that are deemed uncatchable. Like, looking at his stats, yeah, so the reason I say that about DJ Moore is if we're looking at his stats from the first three weeks, week one, he was targeted nine times, four catches for 54. Week two, eight catches for 120. And uh, week three, just two for 65. He's getting the yards, but maybe he'll have a significantly better season
1: if um, Teddy throws him the right, uh, you know, some good passes. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I did have a question for you on the Arizona side of the ball. Um, So this is about Kenyon Drake. You know, decent running back, had a great year last year. Now that, you know, we're seeing a little more of this air raid offense from Arizona, do you feel that, you know, the emergence of Kyler Murray in this offense are we basically game scripting uh, King and Drake out of this?
0: Um, you know, I do think the air raid offense, even though it has air in it, um, I think it's predicated. It, it really depends on the run game too. Um, uh, they run the ball more often than I thought they than I thought they would when Cliff Kingsbury came. Um, I think, and that's the reason why. Kenyon Drake had a great season last year. I don't know if their scheme has changed too much, or like you said, Murray is just, you know, feeling more comfortable with um, passing the ball uh, with his experience. But I think they'll start getting Kenyon Drake going because they, I, I, I think for their for their scheme, um, excuse me, for their scheme, um, I think the running game is still important.
1: So interesting enough. Kenny Drake is getting the touches. He's just not yeah. producing on those touches. So all, when yeah. when things like that happen, it's almost as if, you know, are you just handing the ball off just to say you handed the ball off? Because um, a lot of offenses, you know, you got you to gotta say you can't give up on the run. You got to just, you know, you got to do a run play every now and then. You can't throw it 80 times a game, right? And when these guys run the ball, it almost seems like they're mailing it in, except when it's uh, Kyler Murray running the ball. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that's why I kind of say, like, I feel like they're just kind of going through the motions here, and they know they're not really expecting a big run. They're just kind of using it to set up Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't forget about yeah, Chase we'll Edmonds. See.
0: I think that's a Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds is a pretty viable back. But I do agree. I mean, he's getting the touches. Um, I yeah. think it's only a matter of time before they turn into um, better production. Okay. Uh, Houston is home against Minnesota, and Houston at home is favored by four points. Um, Houston has had a very tough schedule for the first three weeks. At Kansas City, uh, home for the Ravens, and uh, at Pittsburgh, and all three of those um, have – well, I don't wanna say all three have good defenses. The Ravens and Steelers have good defenses and the Chiefs game is opening night or playing against Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs are really good. Um
1: so tough schedule. You don't say but I think sorry? I was gonna say you don't say the Chiefs are good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um but I think this is the beginning part of um the Houston schedule where it gets a little easier. And it starts with Minnesota this week. And uh, even though they've had bad, um, tough schedules in the first three weeks, Deshaun Watson hasn't performed too badly in terms of fantasy. He scored at least um, uh, close to 15 points in each of the three games. I think he uh, breaks out
1: for this season, this game. And uh, I'm going to take Houston here. What do you think? So interesting enough, uh, this was one of the games that we didn't actually know was going to happen this week due to the COVID outbreak with Tennessee. Uh-huh.
0: Um,
1: so it's, it's great that we're actually going to, looks like the game is on. Um, you know, the Texans, you, you said, uh, Watson has done well. You know, he's, like you said, he's putting up 15 points a week. I would almost say that's a bust for him, especially for a running quarterback. You expect something probably closer into the 20s, 1820s. Um, and it's just kind of indicative that he's just not getting it done offensively. And it's not all him. I mean, he did lose DeAndre Hopkins, which may be one of the best wide receivers in the game. Uh, he's had to supplement that with Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. Um, just it's not the same. It's tough. Uh, fortunately for him, the Vikings defense isn't what it used to be. In past years, uh, they're definitely struggling this year. Um, but you know, I'm going to go with the Vikings here. I I think Dalvin Cook is just too consistent. I think uh, they're really starting to find something with uh, their their uh, rookie Justin Jefferson, and you know, Adam Thielen is going to be there too. I think just I'm, I'm not sold on the Texans' offense yet.
0: Yeah, don't forget about the ageless. Randall Cobb, Cobb salad. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> um, the, yeah, the Houston offensive line is pretty bad. Um, Deshaun Watson gets hurried or sacked more more so than um, most qu- quarterbacks in the league. So um, the players around Deshaun Watson aren't doing him any favors either. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think uh, I think Houston may be poised for a big
1: game. I think that's a do. Yeah. yeah. so we'll see. Um on to our next game, Giants versus Rams. I got the Rams at minus twelve points. Uh, poor Giants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you you lose Saquon Barkley and you know you got this three headed committee of backs that honestly is kind of waiting to see who's going to emerge from there. I think uh Freeman is probably the best candidate to take over that backfield. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's it's probably going to take some time for him to learn the offense and kind of get situated. Um, You know, the Giants' offense just as a whole has really struggled. Um, And that starts from the top down. I I just don't see them succeeding against the Rams. It's a pretty high spread, but I think uh, the Rams do cover. Um, you know, even with, uh, the, the uncertainty in their backfield, you know, you came in with Akers, Henderson, Brown, uh, you know, all, all experts said Akers was going to take over this backfield. Um, but the question was always when, um, and now with Akers injured and, you know, us getting to see Daryl Henderson a little more, uh, who is in his own right, a great running back, uh, you know, he flashed a little bit last year um he was always going to be in the mix um but the question is you know now that he had this great game last week you know he had 20 touches 114 yards a touchdown um you're obviously riding that hot hand again um but what does this mean for acres you know do you see him kind of coming in and being the job given to him or now with the way henderson is playing do you think that's even a possibility anymore um
0: he had a great game last week, Daryl Henderson. Uh Acres is hurt, he may be coming off an injury. So yeah, that's that was one of the questions at the beginning beginning of the season. Can you imagine if one of the three running backs in the Rams backfield can overtake the job and, you know, the the ceiling would be the Todd Gurley numbers from a couple of years ago. Um yeah. Yeah, I I think Daryl Henderson is that guy. He's only a second-year player. Cam Akers, obviously, he's a rookie, but um, I think the injury kind of uh, set him back a little bit. I would, I, 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 as of right now, I would put my money on Daryl Henderson.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, um, you think Akers has a chance of taking this backfield? Maybe.
0: Uh, time will tell, but not definitely not this week. I don't think so.
1: Yeah, Yeah, for me, I'm I'm seeing it's more of Henderson's job to lose now instead of, you know, Aker's job kind of was like, you know, it's going to be his and just kind of waiting for him to get ready. I think Henderson has played well and it's going to be one of these, he's the hot hand until he's not the hot hand. Yeah. So you got the Rams? I got the Rams.
0: Uh, what about you? Yeah, I got the Rams too. Um Quick note about Daniel Jones. So I'm a little disappointed in him, man. Like I thought that he it's would, a little. even with, yeah, like I thought he'd be doing um, better. I know he doesn't have Saquon, but even without him, I thought he'd be, you know, a little bit better than he is now. I think right now he is playing at only 10% of his true potential which makes Danny Dimes more like Danny Penny. See what I did there? All right. Uh, I see that. yeah. that's <laughs> good. <laughs> Some quick math in my head. Um, <laughs> yeah. The so talk about underachieving. Like I know, I know they're missing the best running back in the game, but I didn't think they'd beat this. bad. my goodness. Um, but and, and yeah, they're they're just a mess. And the Rams are looking really good, man. That that loss last week. Um they came back. That pass interference was bogus. Yeah. I'm uh I'm a Sean McVay fan. I'm a Jared Goff fan. I'm a Rams not a I'm not a Rams fan. I'm a Raiders fan all day every day. But I
1: like the I like <laughs> I like the way the Rams play. I like the way the Rams play. Yeah. Uh so you know, for the viewers out there, you know, we are in a fantasy football league together. Um I got a question for you. Um uh-huh. And this actually involves both of us um uh-huh. so you're a fan of the offense. Do you take woods or cup in that offense, and I say this because I have woods on my team. you recently just traded for cup on yours um, uh-huh. you know who who's the wide receiver to own here?
0: Um, unbiasedly, I say it's Cooper Cup because I think he I think cup just has a higher floor um i think you can every week expect him to have five catches for 70 yards six catches for 70 yards and you know if if he scores a touchdown that's awesome uh with woods i think he his floor is just lower i can see him having games where he only catches two or three passes for maybe 40 yards or something um, and for that reason, I'm, I would go with Cup. What about? What do you think?
1: Yeah, um, I hate to say it, I do like Cup as well. You know, long term. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I wouldn't bench either of these guys if you got them. I'm starting them. Um, mm-hmm. I do feel Woods is a little more touchdown dependent. However, you know, last year he only ended up with two touchdowns, but still was a solid wide receiver too. And we're already starting out the year, and he's got multiple touchdowns. Um, so definitely he was a candidate to uh, regress positively. You know, it never, doesn't always have to be a negative regression. Uh, and I think he is trending in that, in that way. Um, there's been a lot of talks about what formations, who's used where. But, you know, I think with the Rams, they're just too good spreading the ball around. Um, and I think Cup is that more reliable guy underneath.
0: Yeah.
1: Goff loves cup.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh next game. Ooh, good one. Pa- uh Patriots are at the Chiefs and the Chiefs are favored by 7 points. Man, I am not betting against Bill Belichick. If if you're giving Bill Belichick 7 points, I don't care who you're playing. I'm taking I'm taking that. So I'm taking the Pats here. Yeah. Um Pats played the Raiders last week.
1: Ah, Raiders did
0: well. Ah, first half. They scored right before the half. They kept it close, but then Belichick just made adjustments and, and, and then he just ran away with it. Um yeah. and that's Bill Belichick for you, man. He yeah. won't bet against him.
1: Um yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going with the Patriots as well. Um, but, you know, Chiefs easily got the potential to blow this one out. But kind of like you said, you give Belichick time to uh, to script and practice, and he's going to keep it close for sure. Um, some interesting takes, though. So it is a different Patriots offense. Uh, it's definitely not the Tom Brady offense we're used to seeing. Um, you know, with that said, that backfield is essentially like a circus. You know, you got – Say Michelle, Burkhead, James White, uh and Nikhil Harris, or Damian Harris. Um, yeah. what what's to make here? And you know, my take is honestly, I wouldn't want any of them because Cam is their best running back. Kind of like what Lamar Jackson is for the Brown or the, the Ravens. Yeah. Um so James White is back this week.
0: Uh, after missing yeah. the last couple of weeks due to personal reasons. Uh, I think, I, uh, just specifically talking about this week first, I think um, the team is really going to rally around him. Um, and he he unfortunately lost his father in a car accident. And if you looked at the press conference after the game last week, you can just see how his teammates speak about james white the person and i don't know i think things like this really have a way of rallying a team together um and that's yeah. i guess another reason why i picked the patriots but in terms of the patriots backfield when have you ever trusted a patriots backfield this year is no different um yeah uh, i agree
1: with you. you 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 don't want to trust anybody on that backfield uh on the Chiefs side, you know, Mahomes is, you know, amazing, top quarterback in the league. The tough part with this offense picking a fantasy player is, you know, they are so good at spreading the ball around. You know, obviously Kelsey and Hill remain the most consistent targets to own. Um, you know, however, it could easily be Nicole Hardman one day or essentially any wide receiver on <laughs> the Chiefs. Uh it's just so hard to tell outside of those two. Um, You know, and a quick note on Clyde edwards Lair, very skilled, great back when he gets the ball and he's needed. Unfortunately, I feel like he's very game script dependent. Uh, He's got one touchdown on the year, and it almost looks like there's too many mouths to feed. Um, It doesn't look like the Chiefs and Andy Reid are going to say, we're going to put the ball in Clyde edwards Lair's hands to win us this game. This is, you put the ball in Mahomes' hand and he's going to win you the game. If he needs to hand the ball off every few times, he's going to do it, but this is going to be Mahomes running the offense. Yeah. I don't know. I think last week was a little – I would call
0: it an anomaly. Chiefs scored five times, and it's rare when the Chiefs score five times, and neither Clyde or Kelsey uh, was um for the people who scored. I don't think that's going to happen again. Um, so, yeah, he's still a rookie. I think he's getting used to um, the NFL, obviously, but super talented. I wouldn't be surprised if, as the season goes on, Andy Reid would trust him more. Andy Reid wouldn't. It's it's Patrick Mahomes' team and league, for that matter. Um, yeah. But I think uh, in terms of simply... Trusting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to um, to run the ball, I think as the season goes on, maybe the trust will improve a little bit over the, uh, as the yeah. course of the
1: season. Okay. All right. Next up, your uh, your uh, your game of the week. <laughs> Am I
0: reading this correctly? The Bills are at the Raiders, and the Bills are favored by three points. What? Yeah. Las Vegas not doing any favors to Las Vegas. I am taking the Raiders here all day, every day. Three points at home against a, a Bills team that um, – who I think that we can beat? Oh, my goodness. There may be some bias here, but I'll uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll try to be – I'll try to give you as much of an unbiased analysis as I can. Um yeah. Waller and Jacobs are due to bounce back after having a bad game last week. Um uh, the Bills got lucky last week. Uh they're coming off an uh, irrational um they they probably have some irrational confidence. Uh on the road cross country.
1: Nah, no, no, no. This is a Raiders, this is a Raiders victory. What do you think? Unfortunately, I think you're just betting with your heart here. You know, the Bills are <laughs> a great team, great defense, and more importantly, the emergence of Josh Allen. You know, going back to college, uh, well, he's in, from Wyoming. You know, this guy passed the eye test. Even just kind of looking at this guy in combines, he makes NFL uh, caliber throws. And you can really see it this year. He's gained some confidence. Um He's a mobile threat. He spreads the ball around. I I mean, what's not to love about this guy? He's definitely going to be a top four quarterback of the year. And, you know, that weighs a lot on a team. You know, you compare the Bills have Josh Allen and the Raiders have Derek Carr.
0: (laughs) Come Um, on, man. (laughs)
1: I, I, I mean, honestly speaking, like, if you start fresh right now and you can pick a quarterback, it's Josh Allen or Derek Carr. Who are you picking? I, I'm i going to plead the fifth on that one. All right. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> so with that said, you know, Raiders did struggle last week. Waller had, Waller and Jacobs both had off weeks. and you know, when both of them are off, you know, it's very difficult for that offense to do anything. Waller yeah. two receptions for nine yards. Jacobs sixteen touches for seventy one. Um, so I, I am pretty critical of Carr. So I'm going to ask this: Is are the Raiders' troubles due to Carr, or because you know other factors? I think they lost last week because they played
0: the Patriots. Uh, playing Apple. Okay. I think. I think if they played. Another team that wasn't coached by Bill Belichick, they would have had a much better chance of victory. Um, it's one loss. I mean, it's still week four. Uh, I think uh, I think Raiders bounce back, man.
1: But you're taking the Bills. I'll take the Bills. Okay. Um, unfortunately, no Steelers Titans this week due to the COVID outbreaks. That's going to be rescheduled to week seven. Yep. um which brings us to our last game um Atlanta and the Packers um I'll let you take this one first Raj since you uh got some hot takes on both these teams
0: <laughs> Uh I I think we have to start with the Falcons My goodness Can you can you, I I know for a fact no team has ever lost the way that they have in back to back weeks um and are they still haunted by the super bowl loss are they still haunted by 28 3 how is the coach not fired yet we're we're doing this podcast uh, on a uh, uh like 5 days after um the the two most biggest collapses in NFL history so i saw uh, i saw a metric ESPN has an algorithm as the game goes on a uh, percentage chance of victory for each team and yep. the game against the Cowboys at a certain point uh, in the fourth quarter they had a 99% 99.9% chance of victory and they lost against <laughs> the uh who they lose to uh last week the bears in the fourth quarter, they had a 99.6% chance of victory, and they lost. That has never happened before. And for all the um, for all the math nerds and the data nerds and the predictive modeling nerds, they better add a Falcons variable to that algorithm because it's not 99.9% if the Falcons are playing. That's just. I feel I almost feel bad for that team. Why is the coach not fired yet?
1: My goodness. Yeah, I have
0: thoughts. What 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 are your thoughts? Uh
1: yeah, so you cut out a little bit there, but yeah, I I think uh I don't know how you even shake that, you know, as a team you just gotta be completely shook. Uh how do you even come in and prime time against the Packers who, you know, got Mr. Discount double check. I think he's back in form here. Uh, Aaron Jones is picking up right where he left off, scoring at will, so it seems. Um, No, no, Devontae Adams, no problem. He might even be out again this week. But, you know, really at this point, I would say Rodgers is essentially matchup-proof this year. Um, (laughs) Julio Jones, you know, may or may not play. Calvin Ridley may or may not play. Um, You know, I think it's just Packers are playing too good and i just don't see atlanta mentally being strong enough to come in and win this game. um i'm i'm definitely going with the packers. yeah.
0: i don't know if i made my um, pick
1: yeah. but i i picked the packers. <laughs> yeah, i think it was implied.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. um so yeah, week 4 podcast in the books. um you know, at As I'd like to mention again, I got a 1-0 lead currently on our picks. Uh, Hopefully, it will be a 2-0 lead. Come next week. We will see, my friend.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think that's all we have for today, guys. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Have a good one. Yep. Signing off. Bye.
0: Bye, guys.